Uh, yeah, what do you think? I like the bass. Oh, you gotta like the bass, Miriam Tazi. I do. Let's let that play for a second. What's up, people? Guess who's back? That's what's up. Huh? You just, you just want to keep really, listening to it. Yeah, I'm really feeling it. Ooh, people, are you listening? Pay attention. It's a really good song to start this off with. <laughs> I had to bring it. I like that. You know what I mean? Miriam, fitting. Miriam Tazi in the house. Oh, Malcolm Riddle in the house. Oh, yeah, people. And guess who's back? Yeah, you thought I, le- I forgot about you, but I'm I'm here. We're here. Yeah. That's right. One, sort two, of. one, two. Yeah, we're, you know, we're making it up as we go. <laughs> I was telling Miriam Tazi in the, uh, a second ago that, uh, yeah, I was having some, some audio, audio issues mm. on the last podcast. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. All these buttons. I don't know what's going on. I'm no engineer. But somehow somehow it comes together at one magical moment. And we just put it up regardless. So here we are again. And thanks for joining us for another episode of American Riddle. Yeah. I'm coming off of uh, um, two weeks off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I it's missed you. a long time. That's right. I missed you guys and girls, you know. I, uh, yeah, just the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day holiday, uh, Thanksgiving Day holiday, Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday got me uh, caught up. It was more than a day for you. You had a few days off. Man, oh man, I tell you, I had just a lot going on. I had a lot of irons in the fire. Mm. This is this this is the tis the season in the wine business. So, as uh, some of you know, not only listen the wine to this. Business. Well, they listen to this podcast. It gets a little crazy because that's what I do. I do, you know, I sell wine. So yeah, but in everyone, and everyone drinks. In general. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people I, I, buy a lot of. People consume a lot during the holidays. We'll just put it that way. Uh oh. <laughs> they don't make music like this no more. And I'm not even drinking. (laughs) Too bad for you. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Miriam Tazi is working her eyebrows, people. Working my neck, too. I gotta play that. What's going on in the world today? It is a mad. Mad, mad, motherfucking world, people. Yeah, agreed. So, mm, 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 I'm gonna get sued by the Temptations for playing that whole song, mm. but that's the way it's got to be. You know what I mean? I'm representing Motown, and that's how it's going down. So, don't sue me. 
motherfuckers. I it's had to all love. It's all out of love. It is out of love. You, you know, we're just playing it. I paid my 99 They don't cents. play this shit on the radio. Why doesn't this they stuff don't, play on the radio? So you can get it played here at American Riddle. If the okay. Temptations are listening, <laughs> you know what I mean? If they're listening, if you know the Temptations, you know, if you saw them at the cookout, the fish fry, you know what I mean? Something. That would be so great. You know? Would you imagine? <laughs> fish fry? Yeah. I'd go hang out with the Temptations. Oh, man. I went, to, I went to a, a fish fry... Uh, what was it? Uh, day before? Yeah, I went, uh, yeah, Wednesday I went. Really? It wasn't really a fish fry. I went to a, a fish shack and had dinner. Mm. Yeah, it's a place called Ford's Fish Shack in Ashburn, VA. Tasty? Rep- oh, yeah. Real tasty? It's very, what kind very of good. fish did they fry? Well, I, well, I, had the, I had the fish and chips. Yeah, I had the fish and chips. That's I like classic. fish and chips. And my, uh, my son and I went there as a cel- celebration dinner together. So mm. we went to... Uh, uh, and he had the he had the fish tacos. I've been talking this place up to him. I was like, man, you ever been to Ford's Fish Shack? No, no, my grandmother's been to Ford's Fish Shack. Well, have you ever been? No, man. You want to go there, or do you want to go, you know, grab a burger or a pizza or something? We always end up doing that. But I was like, no, we're going to Ford's Fish Shack. Fish, change it up a little. Yeah, we were celebrating his. Um, he brought his his math grade up, so Ooh, he was, he's been struggling. Man. Yeah, yeah, he's been struggling. He's been struggling for. Uh, few more in a few weeks now this whole this year with math and we got down to like a d minus it's cutting it close yep yep so you know so i told him he get it up to well I, he got it up to a, a c now good for him so he brought it up a grade and uh you know i told him a couple it's more few, than just a grade well i told him a couple of few weeks ago i you know i gave him a little plan i said look talk to your teacher oh yeah and tell him that you're you know you're, you're aware that you're struggling, but you know you, you need some help. Mm-hmm. You know we all need some help, so you got to reach out. And uh, that and I was like, the, the key to that is they under they look at you in a different light because you're interested and you care. Mm-hmm. And if you just sit you're there trying. in a corner, if you just sit there in a corner, what's going to happen? They're going to think you don't care. And if if you don't if they think you don't care, then they may not care as much. You how know many, what I mean? Do you know how many people are in his class? I think it's twenty something, maybe. I don't that's know. Not too, that's I don't not know. too too big. But it's not not huge, but <clears throat> you know. He stands out. So, you know, he he did the right thing. He's been doing the right thing, uh, you know, working uh working staying after school and working on uh extra projects and Good for him. Yeah, busting his tail. So, he's going to get it up. He said his goal is to get it up to a B. It's nice that he has a goal, you know, yeah, what I mean? we, trying to like work towards something it's, like that. It's it's important. It's important. It so, important. yeah, we uh we went out and we went out to Ford's Fish Shack had a meal, you know what I mean? We had, for the apps, we had the, uh, something, it was some sort of uh, garlic spiced uh, mussels, hmm. something like that. And it had like this nice rich sauce that you could soak the bread up. Hmm. Yeah, we were killing it. <laughs> so that was, that, that was good. Then he, then he, then he hit up and hit me up and uh, he was like, uh, yeah, I got a biography due. And he showed me what I was like, who'd you pick? I mean, who, who is it? And he was like, uh, you know, I'm sitting there feeding my face, eating, you know, fish and chips and the muffins. They got these little cornbread muffins, mm. sweet muffins. Good God. <laughs> so I was feeling my face. And he's like, yeah, I got a biography. And I was like, who's the biography? He's like, Dr. Dre. And Ooh. I'm just, I'm, no, I didn't even catch it the first time. I'm really? eating, filling my face up. It was like, it was delayed reaction. I was like, who, Doc, who, who's your, what? Really? Yeah. You were that distracted by the food? I was eating. I was getting my fill. <laughs> I was getting my film Mary. Phil I Mary thought you Cossie. you would have inspired him for that. I would think. No, no, he picked he picked Dre. Yeah, and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, where's this? You know, I was kind of curious because I was like, where, where's this book? Like, what is this this you that you're using? What, I mean, where are you getting your? I mean, what do mm-hmm. you know about? What do they? The school what? supplied the book, and I was like, really? what do they know about Dre? And I was like, well, who's the first group Dre was in or something? And he slipped and said N.W.L. I was like, ah, stop. <laughs> Wait, has he read the book yet? Was an N.W.A. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, and then he, he corrected himself. Said world class wrecking crew. So I was like, all right, all right. Now we can get somewhere. <laughs> it's a no. It's a it's a it's a testament also to hip hop. You know, hip hop's here. You know, of course we know it's here. But me, like I said, I've talked about this on the on the show before. It's uh, I I just remember it was just it was just just passed off. I mean, people just kind of just thought I was a fad, and, and you know, the fact that like mm, now more. I have a thirteen year old son. You know what I mean? Doing a, a book report, a biography on 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 you know. That's awesome. You know, on the motherfucking DRA. DRE, I mean. Oops. DRA. Fuck. Fuck. He's always, you You know, it's. All right. Anyway, people, DRE, I messed up. I don't know. I'm talking about it. I know everything about Dre, and I can't even pronounce it. Can't even get it, spell it right. It's been a long day, people. You know, Mm. I got a lot on my mind. Yeah, you have a few things you need to vent oh about. Oh my god, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, you know. It's uh like I said, it's the peak season in uh in the wine business and uh it's it's just nonstop. I mean, this is where this is where retailers, like you said, retailers and people in this business, meaning the wine business, this is where you make it. Like this this Yeah. It, it makes or breaks business pretty much. And when you're in sales and 100% commission like I am, then you're, I mean, you're you're just out there grinding it out. And, yeah. I, you know, I've talked about this before. I, I mean, months driving up, you know, and it's all coming out of my pocket. I, I, I don't have deep pockets. I got really shallow pockets. You know what I mean? My fingers. You know, I got, I got a, more than half the hand coming out <laughs> when I put in my pockets. You know, it's not deep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just spinning the gas, driving Alex, Alex, you know, putting on hundreds of miles a day, just knocking on doors, laying the groundwork, not making any sales, building relationships. And then when you get to October and into November, even still, I wasn't expecting a hit. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, you know, I'm great. Just keep laying the, just keep doing it. I'm just in the zone, you know, but it's definitely taken form where I've got the, a a territory carved out in a short amount of time the bad the, the the downside is i uh i don't have I, well my my i guess my infrastructure is kind of weak so being able to uh the logistics side of being able to have accuracy and deliveries and also communication when it comes to pricing and discounts and deals to the clients i'm seeing so it's yeah, it's kind of an uphill battle and frustrating. Yeah, today I had I had many, 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 many mistakes. Uh, they were coming back at me, and, and uh, you it's know, it's not just today though. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it's it ongoing. Like, yeah, it's it ongoing. Seems like it's just like a common theme. It's know? ongoing, and it's it's frustrating, you know, because I spent a lot of a lot of t- a lot of time in this tin can of mine I call a car, mm. and. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very challenging to say the least. I'm sure. Uh, day in and day out. But, what happened uh, today? Today, today. Uh, I mean, goddamn. It was. Uh, <laughs> where do I start? Let oh, me lay no. on the couch. Oh. Uh, 
mainly mainly pricing issues. You know, mm-hmm. I'm told one thing from one person, uh, and or from the winery, and then uh, I, uh, you know, I, when I present this to the client, I can only present what I know. Mm-hmm. God, you know, and what happens is in wine when you go to sell them something, sometimes they want a case which is twelve bottles. And sometimes they want five cases, but they don't want to buy five of one particular. So they might not want five Merlot yeah. or five Chardonnay. They may want the Merlot, the Chardonnay, the like Zinfandel. Three and two. Yeah. yeah, so they want a, what we call a mix and match yeah. <laughs> to get the discounted deal. So when I present it, that's what I say. You know, you don't have to buy all five. You can buy five within the family and get the deal as long as you get the five mm-hmm. or more than five. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I had a lot of, uh, issues with that and, um, you know, it's just there, the, the, the powers that be were weighing in and shooting me emails. Some of the people I've never heard of for, for the, for the past six to nine months. And all of a sudden they're weighing in and I'm like, I'm getting the pricing from the winery. I'm getting the pricing from, uh, you know, from your team. Uh, and that's how I go out and present it else. I wouldn't present it. You know, so I got a bunch of customers confused about that. Then I had a a really good wine from Washington State I was repping and I was pushing. And uh, it was, I don't know, this one might be on me. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, this one, I'm going to have to eat some humble pie. What happened? Well, it was a wine and for some reason I had it in my head that it was 17 bucks a bottle. And everyone that got the delivery... It was twenty or twenty-one on the invoice. Oh. I don't know where I got the seventy. I've been trying to. I've been trying to look through my emails and and see where I got that information or why it was stuck in my head. But mm. everywhere I went, I presented it as seventeen. So I might have sold three, four. Five. I didn't sell a lot. Maybe like six cases or whatever. Mm. A few different clients. A couple. One of them, a new one, I've been working on and trying to land. So he sent me back an angry email saying, "What is this?" and I sent back the cases, oh. and uh, uh, I don't play games, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I assured him I was looking into the matter, but the more I kind of looked today because I was so busy, my mind was frazzled, I couldn't find the email to, you know, to, to kind of backtrack and see, you know, where I got that number. So it might be, it's looking like it's on your boy. Oh. So I might have, uh, you know undersold it on you know over promised and so i'm gonna have to go uh what i'm gonna do is you know i mean even still i always practice accountability mm-hmm. so i i you know I, i'll take full responsibility for that that mix up and I'll, I'll go in person and apologize and see if i can make it right uh but that's what you got to do i'm not gonna send an email i'm not gonna do it over the phone i'll, I'll go face is probably better. i'll do it face to face um yeah, so but, that one might be on me. That that one, you know, even if it is. Yeah, but that's. I mean, it's it, rare that I make an error like that, but it does happen. And when it does yeah, happen, even does. if it happens on the level of coming from the distributor, it's the same thing. Don't not call me and tell me about it and let me find out. You know, hold yourself accountable, be responsible, and and give me a call or or, or sit down and have a meeting and. Let's go over it so yeah. we so we don't well, keep making the same a lack mistake. Of communication, it sounds like on some level. Yeah, it just it bothers me just the lack of of professionalism that that, that runs rampant, not just in the wine business, but just in any business. Yeah. And at some point, you got to look at yourself and say, you know, I, yeah, okay, I made this mistake. Let's talk about it. An open form the dialogue, get the dialogue going, and that way we can move on. Yeah, we we don't and when we do move on, we don't do what we don't make the same mistake right. moving forward. 
because the whole thing is to grow and build relationships. So, I mean, don't, practice what you preach. And I mean that for myself too. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not going to beat myself up because things do happen and, and, you know, I'll own up to it and I'll, you know, I, I'll make it right, but it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's just putting, today was pretty much yesterday. I, I did a couple victory laps cause I, you know, I opened up some new clients and I was feeling pretty good. And today it was putting out, not even putting out a lot of fires, just w- witnessing them one after the other. So I, I went to. Uh, that always comes with the the territory. I feel like. Yeah, and there's you know there's 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 a lot of uh, you know a lot of bigger things going on to worry about. You know, when you look at the world, look at the. I agree. Look at what's going on. I mean, you know what's going on. You know, with all the protesting going on across with the with the police uh, viol- violence that that police have inflicted on communities throughout the country. So it's like, when you look at stuff like that, you, when I, when I see that, I'd say, all right, let me just dial it down, tone it down a little bit, you know, cause there's certain things I can control in, in the world I'm build, building. And well, certain things that we don't feel, I don't feel like I can complain about. I shouldn't complain mm-hmm. about, you know what I mean? No, cause there's people out here right now. That's, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're mourning their son. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're upset their son or their daughters have been violated, you know, all over the world. Um, I mean, we have, uh, what, what do we have? The, the, uh, protesting with the, uh, decision, uh, for Michael Brown and Eric Gardner in New mm-hmm. York. Yeah. The police didn't get indicted. Nope. For choking him out and, no. and killing that man that over was nothing. A, wasn't there a protest here in DC too? Over, it's all over the, all over the country. People yeah. are protesting. So it's, it's, you know, it's a sign of the times. This yeah, is enough. You know, we were talking about protests. Like, do you feel like people are being heard? And the reaction, I don't really feel like. I think that- the way it's portrayed on television and things like that. Like, it's not. There's such a biased portrayal of it, and it's a lot of manipulation of the media and stuff like that. We talked about this for there's a while. A, but- there's a lot of that going on. There is a lot of that going on, but. But uh- is it to make. Is it, you know going to make a change? Is it going to change anything? I think it will. Uh, you just have, you have to have faith and you have to have faith in all of humankind. Uh, you, you, uh, I there is, to. there is a, there's definitely to. a movement go, going on. And, and one of the things that, that I like about the protesting is the, the active participation of all people. From all walks of life. Yeah, there's some things that I I, I don't think you, you shouldn't be protesting at night. You know what I mean? I talked about that. Like mm-hmm. like that was just the, with, with the whole Michael Brown releasing the or they releasing the uh, the decision at night night, knowing they had the information earlier in the oh, day. Yeah. And 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 then not only that, the protesters decided to assemble, you know, in their neighborhood. This is what this is what burns me up. You one of the things as a strategist, you have to be able to look at the you got to look at the board. You got to look at the ground that you're that you're on. Okay, it's just like playing a board game or anything else. You got to look at it. Why protest there? Let's take it to their neighborhoods. I I say take your protests and go to the suburbs. Go to the richest area area when they see buses and cars lined up. 
a, a, a convoy of young adults and adults from all colors. But let's just say if it's 5,000 yeah, black people. Yeah, that's being heard. You let's know? just like say. Who's listening? Let's just you know? say if it's. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. Who's that's listening. what I'm saying. It should, you're right in a way. Like it should be. In, in not, a way. Because every. Well, uh, damn right, I'm right. I'm still think, not convinced, though, like that it's going to change think things. About, that bothers me. This is something that it's been witnessed before. You know, like protests don't have the same effect. Think as they about did back what in the I'm 60s saying for a second. Think about what I'm saying. I for am a thinking second. about what you're saying. I'm not saying do the same old, same old. Marching, arm, arms locked. We shall overcome, and all that stuff. We get it. That's been done at that particular time in 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 this you know, in the history of the U.S., that was effective. But now you have social media, you have Twitter, you have Facebook, you've got all these different, different all these different avenues. And not only that, you have, you have the multitude of so many uh, uh, people with so many different followers and just through one click of a button from, you don't even have to have a, a, a radio station, a podcast or a television station. You got a phone that can do all that and, and organize. So what happens is, uh, one of the things that I, like I was saying a second ago was why take it there? You know what I mean? Go, 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 go take this stuff downtown where they work. Take it to their neighborhood. You use yeah. that same phone. Use that same phone you do to post pictures of your food, to post uh, uh, pictures of you pouring ice on your head, to post uh, uh, pictures of cats and and little cute little cuddly whatever animals. Take that. It is same, a very powerful tool that take people that, take for granted and don't this, use for listen, the right. But listen right to this way. for a second. Take that same energy and look up the top five richest areas where people live and go protest there. Why do I say do that? Why? Because those are the people that own the corporations. Those are the executives. Those are the ones who push the buttons. If you go, if you take 5,000 people, take a thousand black people and you go to this neighborhood, prestigious neighborhood. neighborhood where everyone agrees with you. Though. Goddamn right. And you lay down and you, you, you raise a ruckus there. You're going to, you're going to be heard. You know what I mean? No, that's what I'm saying. It would be a different, at least maybe. Oh, it's scared. Or, if, if nothing less, it's scared the shit out of them. You know what I mean? They won't be able to get to the dry cleaners. They won't be able to get to the spa. They won't get be able to get to the get to the Wegmans or the Whole Foods. Yeah. They won't be. You know what I mean? You know, you know. Look, it is a it is a it is a life and death situation that's going on in this country where that people think it's acceptable to kill someone of color. You know what I mean? It's it, it's acceptable. You look the other way if a woman is raped, if a if a Middle Eastern person is is spit upon, or 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 his business is burned down, or there his church is burned down or harmed. You know, people, what's going on here? You know, land of the free, right? Not really. So what I'm saying is sometimes you do have to you, you have to make a lot of noise and, and with technology today, I just think that, you know, there's it, it is it is working. Yes, which the media kind of plays it like it's some boxing match. And, and you know, it, it, they're definitely I think they're 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 hyping it to be, you know, an us against them or black against white. But I mean, just I think that well, I know this children today and young adults today are a lot smarter and they see through the bullshit. They do. They see through it. And see that's that that type that, that I hope so. I'm not convinced though, but 
that is very contagious. You know, when people see someone and it's videotaped and he's choked out, believe me, that is contagious. Do I think, do I think protesting and burning down buildings in your neighborhood and looting and stuff like, I don't endorse that. But I also don't endorse people on the news and the media saying peaceful protest. Peace, no peace, no peace. Peace doesn't, no peace doesn't mean you burn something down. We make a lot of noise. We, 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 we do lock arms. We go to other communities and say, look what's going on. You're in a gated community. Are you paying attention? Let me show you what's going on. You know what I mean? Don't let, them def- don't let people define what peace is. You know, one second they're saying peace is, you know, marching and singing songs and stuff like that. But it's just as easy for them to say that's not peaceful. You're, you're disrupting the community. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but they want you to act. People want you to act like a hooligan. They want you to act like a thug so they can point the finger and say, you see, you see reinforces their. Yeah. Yeah. And I've talked about this before, you know, where I've traveled abroad and uh, uh, in my travels, uh, you know, I met a young man one time and he he just he, he thought he thinks his perception. This guy was from. Uh, uh, he was from Hungary or, or somewhere. I can't remember where, but he, he was he was very concerned. His first trip to New York, he was very concerned. A young teen I met on an airplane, he was very concerned that if he went around black people, he would get killed. This was his per- perception of America. Not only America, but just blacks in America. Because every movie that he's ever seen has been some sort of uh, gangster glamorized mm-hmm. film where the, 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 the African Americans, blacks, whatever you want to call us these days, is they are shooting and killing. This is what you see, gangs. You see that reinforced. You see the bandanas. You see the pants sagging. You see, you see all this stuff, and uh, that's reinforced. So much so that young kids today are brainwashed to think, think that that's part of being free. You know what I mean? But at the same time, where you think that's, that's part of being free, that's also enslaving you. And that's also giving other people the right to say, there, there's a thug. Case in point. One of the job, one of the many jobs that I work in, I uh, sometimes I just come in, you know, I got my dickies on, white t-shirt, you know, I'm fresh to death, Mariam Tazi, and I got <laughs> sometimes I, I, you know, I wear a skull cap. I wear the skull cap, uh, uh, beanie, stocking cap, whatever you want to call it, whatever generation you're from. It's just a plain black one. I got about six of them in the car. They're two <laughs> bucks, uh, and I like to freshen them up, but. Uh, because if not, they, you know, if you wear them for too long, you start smelling like hair. I don't like that. You but wash them. I don't, because then they get those little fuzzy beads <laughs> on it. It's not as fresh and it's not as tight. So, That's true. But uh, <laughs> the, um, I wear these things, right? And there's been many times where I've been at work, minding my business, and people will come up and be like, oh, yo, yo, Mal-, you know, they'll, they'll be like, yo, 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 Malcolm, you get all thugged out. Thugged out, you know what I mean? Looking like a thug or whatever. You know what I mean? The same cat next to me. Right? We'll have his on and nothing, no comments like that will never be identified as a quote unquote thug. Because he's you know not, I mean? he's white? Like, yeah, oh, what? absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it, it, again, this isn't offense. Well, if I really want to jump on it, yeah, I could 
you know, break it down, you know, you know, throw a fit or whatever. But it's like this is a perception. This is embedded in someone's in someone's psyche to think that over and over again. If you if you look at me, I'm not really a threatening. I'm not a menace to society. Really, am I? Well, you're laughing. But no, I'm not. No, I can not. be intimidating. I know I can do, I can be a jerk sometimes. But at the same time, it, 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 people know me. People that work with me know Malcolm. You know what I mean? I, I don't think thug is a way to identify me. You know? <laughs> it's, it's not, you know. It's not. No, but then it's just a, you know, a perception of how someone is dressing. And you can't really judge, you know, you, a person by how they dress. No. You know, you have... And really I'm not, rich, like you know, just like really, really rich people that'll come in, and it's just oh, I'm in my sweats and I'm chilling, and they won't get the the time of day. But it's like a guy in a business suit, you're gonna give him more attention because you think he's gonna spend more money. There is that like, you know, yeah, but perception but, and like yeah, but those guys in the cargo shorts and flip flops aren't being beat. Those guys in the cargo. No, and I'm flip-flops. just talking in sales now, you know, and just perception and things like that, and how people are gonna approach each other. But I don't think that. Just, it's a it's different really it's just a fucking article of clothing it doesn't mean anything about the person it, it doesn't you know? it doesn't it doesn't they're 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 you can have a different style you know what i mean all the time it's like that day that moment it's not like i don't know it doesn't represent I, no, who you I, are i get what you're saying yeah i get that but again when something is constantly constantly thrown in front of your face on television on movie in movies in magazines over and over again when the media portrays a certain group of people just like they do with with uh with uh you know my middle eastern brothers and sisters out there when you every movie they're a terrorist okay with uh with 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 with, with our korean brothers and sisters every movie what are they dry cleaners or owning some restaurant anyone who wears a turban is absolutely absolutely so you know when when you when you when you feed into those stereotypes and you allow your psyche to uh have a relationship with that level of ignorance then the first you don't even know that it's it's going on you know what i mean just like when they were describing michael brown when they were describing a teenager when they were describing him coming at uh, uh the police officer they said he looked as if he they, he looked as a demon, a demon they used. They, you have to be really careful. Words are important. Words matter. So when they say demon, when they use bum rush, when they use thug, when they constantly use these words over and the over again. The connotation is horrible. I know I get They're you. quote unquote, I know you get it, but for the listeners out there, the, the, when, when, they're, when you're constantly using those words over and over again, and you're quote unquote reporting the news, there is a grandmother out there. You know what I mean? She might live in Cleveland, Ohio, or, or they, she might live down in, in, in Florida or, they, or, or some, you know, Nebraska or someplace like that. Um, th- these are the words that are going to penetrate. And this is how there's a kid in, 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 in Budapest right now, or there's someone in France right now, uh, you know, anywhere. And they see this and they hear this. And this is what penetrates because this is what they're, they're these are the words that are just sinking right into their, their psyche. This is what they're going to think. Manipulation, the form of this manipulation of the media, you know? And does it, does it, does it, do you do yourself any favors? It's not neutral. Why can't news be neutral? Just, 
it, the facts. Do you think you, you do yourself any favors by you know burning down you know businesses or no? Looting that's not helping or, your community at all, at all, for sure. No. And I that's just you know a a reaction. You and know, and this anger is where and not knowing where to like or just how to control it or just not know where to engage it, and it's just difficult because it's like okay, you do, you don't feel like you're being heard, so you know making an effect somehow like that is gonna maybe bring more attention to it you know but not that i'm trying to give it an excuse it's just i also don't feel i i understand the frustration from people not feeling like they're being heard by their communities you know like uniting and trying to be well this is where i this is where this is where in this new age and one of the beautiful aspects of social media is uh you know using that to connect. Yeah, but and social then you, media not is that, not used necessarily for that kind of greater good. It's used for like jokes and well, short that depends. And short I, I, I beg to differ on that because if, the, like I said, I filter out. Uh, I fi- I filtered out a lot of things that I I follow on Twitter. If I followed, you know, every person that made a joke and stuff, blah 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 blah, whatever. You know, yeah, there's stuff like that. But if you, there are certain air pockets, should I say, that. Uh, that it's used for a lot of good. Yeah, you have to kind of pick and choose who you follow and who's on your feed, uh, you know. But uh, this is where this is where this generation has an opportunity to make that change. Now it's up to them to make that change, uh, and all of us that's on it. Um, I'm not saying always, you know, uh, voice. Every one of your displeasures or political views or opinions, because I mean, some opinions, God damn, you got to just keep to yourself. You don't need to post everything. Uh, but uh, there and there are people that do. You know what I mean? Um, but but there is a way that you can definitely organize to get those people uh, act, active and involved in stuff like this. And you and you see it throughout the country. You know how. What's what's going to happen next, or if it's actually penetrating? I don't know, but I do like to see people engaged and involved and talking. Um, where you have to steer clear is what they're talking about and those words that, that you know those play on words, uh, because the media is tricky, and all the media is not the enemy. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I'm but, not trying to say that either. It's just a certain thing that I mean. That's the exposure. A lot of the exposure that we get, and you you can't take everything on social media too serious. I mean, I posted something recently on on social media. Something that happened to me, an interaction at work that I witnessed, and uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a little crazy. Um, what are you doing? All right, she's take she's taking a break. I was leading into a story, I'm listening. but uh, she, you know, she's a little thirsty. So, anywho, I was, um, yeah, I was at work, and it was, uh, wasn't that really a big of a deal, uh, you know, I was hanging out, and uh, one of the, one of the, someone I work with started playing this song, and it was profane-laced, you know what I mean, and this, this is going to tie into what I was talking about earlier, you know the the, the 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 lack of professionalism that I see that goes on in many businesses. You know, I'm a man of many. I wear many hats. I work many jobs. I uh, I uh, you know I I'm not free 
of 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 guilt when it comes to stuff like that. You know, I have moments where I, you know, make mistakes. I have moments where I'm not professional. I have moments, you know, where I am, you know, but at the same time, once you see something going on all the time, like I, I can't be on joke time 24 seven. I can't talk about, well, no I can't even, can. I can't it's even talk much. about movies 24 seven or video games or cartoons or all that stuff that I see that's going on, you know, just cause my mind is on serious stuff. You know what I mean? I got a 13 year old, year old son, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, help raise alongside of his mother. And I'm trying to, you know, focus on his future, my future. I'm trying to dig myself up out of a hole. And, uh, you know, I'm just thinking of a lot of like, you know, stuff, you know, real crazy stuff that's going on. But, uh, and, and little things start to annoy me too. So I have to also check myself and say, you know, just because I'm going through stuff, I shouldn't, you know, Protect rain on somebody stuff. else's party, mm. you know what I mean? But at the same time, when you're at work, you got to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's serious business, all right? It doesn't always have to be stuffy, but come on, man. There are a lot of there are a lot of women. There are a lot of uh uh um uh, uh girls. There's somebody's daughter, there's somebody's mother that works in these environments and I hear a lot of profanity. You know, I hear you know, I see a lot of just crazy stuff that I wouldn't want my mom to be around or my sister or my girlfriend or, or wife or anything like that. But I see it and I see women wince sometimes what's going on in these quote unquote professional environments. Uh, one, like I said, so one day I was, I was just in one of these environments and dude was playing this song. It was like, you know, like rap song or whatever. I, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was just a dance song, you mm. know, from, 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 it was like the Miami sound, whatever, you know what I mean? And so this other, this chick, she broke out and she knew the song and she started dancing and grinding, just jumping up and down. She was happy. She was, she was in the moment, you know, not a really big deal, but came to the, came to the song where the, 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 the word nigger dropped and she just said it just as free and just kept on going. Was it a big deal? Mm, you know, but at that time I, I, I just wasn't having it. You know what I mean? I was just like, I was like, come on. You, you, you have to, I've been around people, I've been around people in the, in, in the hood, in the streets where, and this, this person was white, where they'd even skip that and just go to the next word. Is it a big deal? In the, in the big picture, not really. It's a song, right? We as a community, meaning the black community, we, uh, 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 we, we say it's a term of endearment, which I always say is ignorant. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to say it right here. She's just ignorant. She doesn't know what she's saying. She's just repeating. She's taught that it's okay to recite lyrics. Okay. Reciting a lyric that is harmful to an entire culture that is enslaved an entire culture that is raped an entire culture. You have to understand the significance and the weight of that word. Have I ever used a word? Yeah, I have. Have I ever used it playful? Do I laugh at Richard Pryor jokes? Do I laugh at Chris Rock? Do I? Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, hypocrisy is all over us. Okay. Yes. In a professional environment, I've got no use for it. I don't even use it in the house. I don't even use it. I have used it in play, but at this, you know, there, there's, there's, there is. It's a very difficult subject to talk about because I believe that as black 
as a black man, as um, uh, as a, as the culture itself, I think to to rise above that, you need to cease from doing that. I don't care if it's saying nigga or nigger; it doesn't matter to me. There's no difference. People, oh, well, what's the context? The context is that the shit was said. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the context is. All right, that's the context. There's don't say right the sh- context for it. Don't say the shit. Okay. I mean, I come from a town, Flint, Michigan. I come from a town where you speak out of turn like that, you get your mouth blown out. Now, I'm not saying this warrants that, but at the same time, you gots to know. You know what I mean? You, you just you just can't be flying off at the mouth. And I don't even hold I don't even hold her responsible so much as I talked to the brother that dropped the song. I said, look, immediately I went right to him and held him accountable. I said, I, you know, we we shouldn't be playing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because this opens the door for a whole bunch of other stuff. But it's the same thing in the in the black community. And how do you react? He was, he agreed. He agreed. He agreed. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it doesn't. It's kind of like you know, one ear out the other. Again, he's not my son. You know what I mean? And I'm not his daddy. But I did explain that he, this is this is this is what happens. This is the this is this is this is what's going into the psyche. This is what has been going in to the psyche of all of America. When you see a boys in the hood or you see a minister society or you're listening to a a, a rap track that's just laced with nigga, 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 shoot this, blow this up, fuck her, bitch this, hoe that. This is how people are, are perceiving our women. This is how people are perceiving our, 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 our children. If this is how you perceive our children as a thug and as a nigger, those things don't have any value. So when someone gets shot or someone gets sentenced to prison for a, for a crime that someone else would get sentenced to uh, probation and or if that same person commits a crime against another man and or you kill that man and you don't get indicted. This is because they think less of you just because of that. That same brainwashing, that same technique that's been going on for hundreds of years is alive and well in America. And if people don't see that, then they're blind and they're ignorant. All of them from the person that's jumping around and dancing in a work environment to the person that's playing the music. They're just as ignorant to the person, uh, whether it be a family member or something that you're watching on television to entertain yourself or on your phone um, and they're doing a joke. It's just as ignorant and ignorance is contagious and ignorance is here to stay. So when people talk about how to get rid of racism, the best way to get get rid of racism is to educate yourself. When you educate yourself, you then start to realize that um uh, uh you know you're you're playing on a different playing field you're you're now talking to a human being right you're not talking to a nigga you're not talking to a hoe you're not talking to a bitch you know what i mean it's it's not yeah and i wish i wish more people just realized that but um... and then you have to practice what you preach too you know what i mean yeah. i need to put my i got to get my house in order you know i can't i can't go you know chastise someone and say you know my house you know, I got to clean myself up. How am I? Re- how am I representing? And how is my son looking at me? You know what I mean? How are women around me looking at me as a man? You know what I mean? How are other men, young men, or other men 
looking at you. You know what I mean? We don't, I don't think we slow down enough to think about that stuff. You know, I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, you know, far as the work thing, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? But it's still part of the problem. And that's the thing that, that's the thing that bothers me the most is the fact that we, meaning black people do things. We inflict things on each other and ourselves and then when it's done by someone else, oh, we want to yell the race or throw the race card. You know what I mean? Oh, you're racist. You're this. You're that. Well, you know, you're racist to your your own, right? Right? To some extent, you 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 have to you have to look within and make a change within in order to get that respect. Now, there are people out there and there are forces out there that, you know, that are out there to, to do harm or, or, or whatever. But I think that the multitude, the people, like I said, uh, the, this younger generation, all the way down to my son's generation, all the way down to younger than that. I mean, they're they're brought up in a completely different world, a completely different world. Do I, is racism still exist? Absolutely. I'm, of course, it of course it does. But. These kids today, man, they they are more free and they're smart and they're sharp. And they're just not, they're not really putting up with bullshit. If you look at who's doing the bullshit, it's older people. There are some young people running around and doing bullshit, you know. It, it, it's there, right? It's right? I feel but like it's always going to be there. But 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 not as as Yeah, but as, the thing is that when you're saying it's the older people, these are the examples, you know? So there's, it's there's, not the best. There's a, a good article, Chris Rock. He's got a couple articles out right now, and he's talking about different topics surrounding uh, racism, Bill Cosby, stuff like that. And Bill Cosby, you know, on that note too. I mean, goddamn, that motherfucker's been taking a lot of heat, but he's been saying it for years about uh, the African American community, and he he was taking it on the chin for the past couple few years about. The way he views, basically saying everything I said, but he's Bill Cosby. Mm. And then the younger generation just wasn't hearing it, you know. They just weren't hearing it from him, uh, which is just a, a slap in the face. Because, I mean, the man's been through so much, right? And we'll talk about, you know, what his what he's going through in a minute. But I want to share with you all what Chris Rock said about race relations in America. Um, and he's, uh, t- 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 let me find out we'll see where I'm at race relations. Here it is. So when we, this is a quote from, from Chris Rock. When we talk about race, race relations in America or racial progress, it's all nonsense. Rock admitted there are no race relations. White people were crazy. Now they're not as crazy to say that black people have made progress would be to say they deserve what happened to them before. I mean, think about that. Huh? So to say Obama is progress is saying that he's the first black person that's qualified to be president. That's not progress. That's white progress. You see, it is, I mean, this is a very smart observation. It's not, it's just, it's how it is. You know what I mean? What's happened, what's been going on in the black community at large has been going on for since we've been here, these types of injustices. This isn't nothing new. 
You know what I mean? A white person saying nigger or nigger isn't something new. It's not. This isn't new. No. I I, I can't count. I can't tell you how many times I was called nigger growing up. Going to school every day and having to hear it in an all white school. It's it's nothing new to me. But I don't harbor those that ill will and then, then reflect it or pour it on someone else. I did the exact opposite. You know, I did the exact opposite. So yeah, when I do hear it, you know what I mean? I don't care what context it's in. I don't I don't care, you know what I mean? If it's someone I like, I can't like you as much anymore. It's that's a little difficult for me because I know you're ignorant. I know, you know what I mean? But I, I treat my family the same way when they say dumb shit, you know what I mean? I just walk out. I don't I don't have to I, you know, I'm a you know, I'm a I'm a grown man. I'm a grown ass man. I'm a <laughs> I'm a grown ass man, motherfucker. I don't need this shit, you know? Uh no, it's it's a it's a choice we make. You know what I mean? And, it and really is. It, it is a choice you make. It is. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, I I, never, I didn't realize as a child when growing up, I thought it was a lot of people I grew up with in the streets in, in, in Michigan, Flint, Michigan. I You would use the word bitch, bitch, hoe all the time. And it wasn't until, you know, I, I one summer I was down in my mom's neighborhood and, and I walked up to this girl and I called her a bitch. And she out, she outweighed me, <laughs> you know, she was like precious. She outweighed me by quite a bit. And she hit me in my chest, boom, right in my chest, boom. You know what I mean? She pushed me both hands and it caved my little bird chest in at the time, caved it right in. It caved it right in and knocked the wind out of me. I remember falling back and I fell on the street and there was gravel. And I remember oh. the feeling of the gravel. And, you know, when you fall on gravel on the palm of your hand, the gravel indents it. So it hurts twice as much. And I had these little gravel rock. This is how it stayed in my mind as a child, right? Uh, teenager. And I could feel the gravel, all the gravel, and my elbows too. And I had gravel on the elbows and it hurt. And I had no wind. I couldn't breathe for a minute. But I was trying not to let her know that she had that much of the upper hand. I mean, I don't know how much upper hand she needs to knock the motherfucker <laughs> down on the ground with gravel. But in my mind, I'm still, still trying to be the man. <laughs> I'm still trying to be the man. I remember I just got up. And I don't even. I don't even remember anything after that. I I, I remember one thing. I never called another woman a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> never did that again, because there's consequences, and I also recognize my own ignorance. Now, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. You know what I mean? That's just I learned the hard way. Yeah, that. you didn't learn the hard yeah. way. <laughs> I had to be shoved into the gravel. God damn, the gravel fucks you up. So, oh, I, you know. Man. It just takes a little force to get it in some people's What's head. What's going on in America right now? I mean, a lot of motherfuckers is eating gravel. Um, but there's no consequences. No one's really learning from it. You know what I mean? That's the sad part. The, the police, there's no improvement. The police itself... I question what's going on with the police. Uh, I don't believe in these cases. It's hard to say. Like it's easy. It's very easy to say that the police are racist and they're out to kill black people. It's easy to say that. That's how it looks. That is how it looks. Um, if you look at the numbers, I mean, it's it looks that way. Police are also they're jerks. A lot of them are not stable. Okay. And it's, it is a, uh, it is something that's led me to believe 
or think that I wonder how much training is going on in law enforcement today far as psychiatric uh, uh, evaluation evaluations. Yeah. Before they become cops or during like throughout the whole shebang. Yeah. Okay. One of the things, one of the, one of the analogies, one of the analogies uh, or one of the things that I, I was talking about earlier today was you've listened and you've seen movies, but mainly you've listened to flight recorders, right? You know when a plane goes down and you always mm-hmm. hear the captain? Uh, yes, we're uh, banking right hard right now. We're losing control. They're always calm. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying I've heard all of them. I'm sure there's somewhere they're screaming. They sound calm, yeah. These guys are trained. And they also they also go through, uh, you know, these are personalities that are, are able to remain calm in the worst situation. You know, when... Space astronauts are the same way. You know what I mean? They can't crack under pressure. Mm -hmm. Why not the guy that carries the gun or the shotgun and the attack dog and and, and drives armored vehicles? Why wouldn't they go through that? Why wouldn't you hire those same type of of individuals? I think what's been going on the past, I think what's been going on, you know, since day two is... They may have just, they're hiring bodies. And some of these guys are jacked up. They're aggressive. You know what I mean? They, they may have personal issues going on. They may not even be fit to be out there in the streets. That People always say, Same as the army. I listen to the Adam Carolla show. And one of the things Adam always talks about is police and how police can appear to be racist, but in fact that they're majority assholes and they do asshole stuff, right? I get that. But he also has talked about this same stuff the past few weeks, and I've been listening to his words, and I've been I've been just absorbing them and listening and, and try, connecting the dots. And one of the things I've noticed that he said, and I may call into the show and 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 ask him about it. He talks about how police are in fear all the time, and and anyone that follows Adam Carolla knows he's a very good judge of character. Uh, people and character right he can figure people out pretty fast yeah you know with his background he uses the word fear a lot he says the police are in fear in the in any well, can neighborhood you imagine having to control the masses you know what i mean like we are we are outnumbering them you know so if you're in fear do you think uh, uh do you think a uh do you think a a, a astronaut I'm sure he knows fear and he recognizes fear and he respects fear, but he's not in they fear. Won't be sent to he's not going to space be, if they're afraid. He's not going to be. In, he's not going to be fearful to the point he's going to hit the eject button because it shakes or it banks to the right. The person flying the plane is not going to be going to show his or fear in those mo- moments <laughs> when lightning strikes or an engine goes out or two engines go out. You know what I mean? So this is this is what I'm saying here. Uh, if we have that quality of human being there, why can't we have that quality of human being within our police departments? They they have a similar training with people in the CIA, the FBI, Secret Service. My God, someone just scaled the the the, the White House recently, right? Yeah, and they didn't shoot them. Yeah. Now there's controversy around that, but at the same time, at the same time, these guys 
are they 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 go i think the training goes above and beyond what's going on here if you're just hiring bodies kids that are fresh out of high school maybe they took a year or two in community college or something like that and you're not going through the the rigors of a psychiatric exam to see how balance to see if there's chemical imbalances to see if they're on any medication have they ever taken medication have they ever had a a a, a record have they ever done I anything mean, like now I again i don't th- i would hope that they're pretty thorough but i don't i don't know i'd be curious and if anyone listening or maybe the job turns people you know and if anyone listening is out there they can help me do the research in that please do shoot me an email tweet me at malcolm riddle uh, hit me up on facebook at malcolm riddle but i'd be curious to see what are the qualifications because I, I think i've seen in passing where i don't think there's that much that many qualifications it's just rigorous training quote unquote yeah but that stuff goes out the, the door because now once you get through the academy once you go through the once you do a push-up or two and get on i'm sure it's more than that people i'm no expert in this but once you go through the the the, the physical part and you know whatever whatever they have to do the testing and you know firearm training mm-hmm. and all this once you're in there then you got to hit the streets you know what i mean you got to hit the streets so if you are in one of those neighborhoods where it's, you know, a higher crime area, if you're in the hood or something like that, you know, you think they're going to have time to take you back and do psychiatric evaluations and show you how That's to do crisis. I don't think there's enough of that. Show you I how agree. to do crisis no, management. No, I think you're right. I don't think there's enough. I think of they that. get bodies and they get people out there and they get people in there in there. I mean, for God's sake, Miami was built. Miami was built in the 80s. All of the police force down there were criminals. Hired criminals, people with records. They hired them, and they were running the cocaine trade. Because they were desperate for bodies. They need bodies, man. You kidding me? I mean, it's it's it is, and it shows. I mean, when you get into a situation and a child, I don't care if he, I don't care if he stole, he stole, you know, if he backed up a truck and stole every. Potato chip bags, cigarettes, everything, cigarettes in there. That doesn't warrant a death sentence. Okay, no. doesn't warrant a death. If he, and if a guy on a corner is selling cigarettes one by one, doesn't mean he should be executed. You know what I mean? If you go out here, detail. That's how we sell it in Morocco on the street. That's how you make a living. Yeah. You got six-year-olds and the, selling and cigarettes. The, and, and, and the fact they didn't. And the fact that they didn't indict indict any of them the indictment doesn't mean guilt the indictment just brings no, it, just it to makes a it trial that cops can kill whoever they like who they can just shoot to kill no matter what that there's no consequence well the indictment itself no- it just it brings it to a trial and then all the evidence is presented they just wa- bypass that right doesn't you don't have to don't have to okay so if that's the case because the word of the police is like well, this is yes, and and How and this here lies the problem because it is showing, and as you can see throughout the country, with the uh, amount of uh, protesting that's going on, it, it it shows how little these lives do matter. You know what I mean? If you go out here right now and you kill a dog, you'll you'll get you'll get time. You're done. You're done. <laughs> You kill a black man, a black boy, a child, you get no time. You get no time. This this is this is what's going on. Think about that. Think about that. Let that sit in for a minute. I don't know, you know. I'm just observing, you know what I mean? It's easy it, it's easy for all of us to say, you know what? 
I'm just going to do my job in my cubicle. This person's, you know, he's not being, this group isn't being professional here. This person's, you know, blasting music and, and there's profane language going on. It's so easy for us to just look the other way and not say anything. And then just, just in that shift and then come back tomorrow. Okay. If somebody gets killed, someone gets robbed, someone gets raped. You know what I mean? Someone's rights are violated. It's easy for us to, to shut the door or go into our condo or go to our gated community. Say, you know what? That's Ferguson. That's Brooklyn. That's the Bronx. That's Flint. That's Ohio. You know what I mean? It's not. It, it, you're right. You have to get involved. People need to come together. There's not going to be. I don't. Th- I think the days have gone from the days of you know one leader or two leaders or something like that. I think that everyone has leadership potential and qualities and need to use their voice to connect with someone else. And through that, the multitude will connect, whether that be social media, whether that be uh, general assemblies, whatever. But I mean, you know, I, I believe that I, I really do. I really believe in, 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 in people and that, uh, that, uh, people aren't as dumb as some may portray us, and what I mean by us, I mean us is the human race. I think we're, we're we're smarter now, and hopefully that'll 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 pan out. I mean, you know, it, we'll come together and, and change this. But uh, if we don't start making the changes within ourselves and educating ourselves and educating our family, educating our friends, our coworkers, you know what I mean. And just yeah, saying, hey, you know what little, I mean. Those are the little things that you can and do in your up. everyday life, and they add up. I mean, I try to live because I've kind of, you know, been, I don't know, just I was idealistic, you know, for a while. And then I just kind of saw things a little more real. And um, I I was like, well, I don't know how I can do things to change things like on a greater scale. But I struggle with that a little bit because I just don't want to waste some of my experiences and, and stuff. But and education. But I just... I try at least on a day-to-day, you know, with my family and friends, my immediate surroundings to try to live and educate and learn as much as I can every day, you know. But, you know, I also, I critically watch what I see on the news, you know, and I try to look at things from a different perspective and try not to get brainwashed and get different, you know, sources and things like that. But it's very... it. It makes me angry, you know, that it can't be neutral, that it can't just be factual. It can't be taken for what it is, you know, and it has to be glorified. It has to take a certain scale to have an effect. But this culture in this country, um, we we look at extremes. It doesn't have an effect unless it's something like bigger. There's always, there's everything that happens in this country. There's an extreme in any, every way that happens here. You have people from all over the all over the world that live here and try to live in a, I guess, a, what do they say, a melting pot or whatnot. But we try to conform somehow in this society of mixed people and, and mixed societies and mixed cultures and mixed diversity and mixed ethnicities and stuff. But it's not, it's not really respected the right way. There's just a lack of respect on so many levels, but it's disappointing. It's Too very, many people want to, well, there's a, there's a small group that wants to be in charge and wants to be in power and wants to govern what's going on, but, That's but, always the but, case. but there's a shakeup. And I think that, 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 that 
I it's, hope the results come. You know, that's the thing. But it's not overnight. This is an this it's is an, not over, an this overnight, is an overnight thing, process. But this is not just something that's just started. You know, like you were saying, this is not new news. You know, uh, this is not the first no, time but it, like but this see, has happened. But but we can, uh, we we allow it to continue to happen because all we do is throw our blinders up, and 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 and, and, and you know say you know it's not. That's not my issue, or that's over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see that Same right goes now. For our Ebola conversation, like I, a few podcasts ago, you know, I don't I just. I don't see what's it's what's. It's not. It's not affecting me personally. Yeah, yeah. In it's, my, it's my in Africa. Everyday. You know, it's a, yeah. It's it's easy to do that, but to be on the forefront, to be out there in the streets, to be out there engaged, to be out there protesting. And that's contagious because that's happening all over and they're shutting down traffic. They're shutting down businesses. But at the same time, you know, be smart about it. You know what I mean? Channel that anger, channel that anger uh, uh, into other directions. Take it, you know, take their, um, you know, their, 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 their board that they're playing on and make your own board. You know what I mean? Take that and take it into their neighborhoods. Go to those rich neighborhoods. Go to the ski resorts and line up there. You know what I mean? And make some noise there because, you know, that will show you that we're watching. Okay. The same people that wash your clothes, the same people that do your dry cleaning, the same people that serve you the food, okay, are watching. All right. And we need to let them know that we're watching. The same people that are doing your lawns, the same people that's shoveling your snow, the same people that's, uh, you know, driving your kids to school, we're fucking watching. All right. And and these and, and everybody has a phone. Everyone has a uh, uh, a computer or, or tablet or something because I see them walking around staring at it twenty four seven. And 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 uh, 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 there's no excuse why uh, you know why you shouldn't uh, uh, be informed. And I th- and 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 the people should know that you're paying attention because once they once they know that they don't have that uh, uh, once once the masses are educated and, and and even more once they're connected you know you you can't stop that you can't you know what i mean and one of the things to do that best way to hit them hit them in the pockets you know what i mean if the businesses aren't running if you're not buying the products if you're not yeah if you're not if you're not buying it you need to shut it down i mean guys like marlon wayans and and uh a lot of these celebrities out here um, you know, I, I challenge them to get involved and I'm sure they are involved. I'm not saying that they're not, but you know, the power that they have, if you look at any of their, their Twitter feeds, if you look at them on Instagram, some of these, some of these viners out there, um, that have, uh, 10,000 followers, some of them 50, some of them a million, you know what I mean? I challenge them. And if anyone's listening, any, any of my three listeners, <laughs> if you, <laughs> she laughed, if you, if you see someone on on social media challenge them challenge them to get involved challenge them to take a day off from posting you know a food picture or a joke or something like that and to uh uh you know uh try to connect and organize uh uh either a a a community sit down if you protest something or organize uh you know you know a, a blackout in buying something if people did that all across the country, they would listen. Believe that. Believe yeah, that. once it hits the economy. <laughs> this is this is this is part of the grand plan of controlling the masses, is controlling them, flooding them with information, using those same words. Use their tactics. Use the same tactics that's being used against you. 
You know what I mean? You got to know your you got to know who you're up against. Mm. You know, you have to know it and and mirror them. Yeah, it's you know big what I mean? Players, man. It's intimidating. You know what I mean? And you know, Martin Martin and Malcolm did the same thing in the 60s, you know what I mean? They wore suits. You know what I mean? They educated themselves. They came and treated it just like it was a boardroom. They they got respect out of that. I'm not saying you should stop what you're doing now. Wear a suit, pull your pants up, you know what I mean? Cut your hair or stuff like that. But at the same time, be aware what's going on. Be aware how you're being labeled. Be aware. And then don't fall into the trap. And then when you're called something or someone does something, uh, uh, don't fall into the trap of acting in an aggressive nature. Use that aggression to connect and to communicate and to educate others. Mm. Don't use, don't just throw up, you know, uh, don't, don't just say, fuck you. Don't just say, you know, say, say what they want or what they expect you to do. Just like when they fed you, when they fed you the, 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 the Michael Brown, um, uh, verdict, uh, when they fed that to you at nighttime, they knew you would be out there at night, just like they knew there was going to be civil unrest because they told you two days before or a day before, I can't remember which one it was, that it was going to be a state of emergency. Mm. They told you a day before that that they were bringing in the troops, mm. all right? They already told you what they were going to do. Why did you fall for it? You know what I mean? Why did you fall for it? So it's there. You can use that same tactic against them and organize. And this is what I challenge any listeners that are listening. And this is what I challenge uh, you to do when you communicate on Facebook or on Twitter. It could be anything, you know. Challenge, challenge Malcolm Riddle tomorrow. Say, Malcolm, you know what I mean? Stand up straight. You know what I mean? Stand up. You know, you know, and don't joke around or, 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 or do something positive. Practice what you preach is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a it's, – it's, it's not um, it's not beneath me to say, hey, you know, I fall short as well because we all do. Yeah. You can't put mouth. You can't. I'm talking to myself in a third person. <laughs> you can't. I can't put myself up on a pedestal where you look at me like I'm like I'm a saint. You know what I mean? Because then you'll fall into that trap. What I of the of the Cliff Huxtable trap. What's going on with Bill Cosby? You and I have talked about this. When we look at someone and you think that this man is free of sin, that this man is 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 pure, that this man is holier than holy, it's not the case. But we do that to ourselves because we want so much. We expect so much maybe out of ourselves, maybe out of our fathers, maybe out of our mothers, and, and we desire what we see on television. But that's not the that's case. Humanity. These men are, are these men and women have faults just like you and I. It's, it's no difference. So what Bill is going through isn't nothing new. His story isn't, I mean, my God, wasn't Noah a drunk? Weren't there people from the Bible that, that, that killed, that sinned, that slept with, their, 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 with, 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 with other women. There's, there are tons of stories. I'm, I'm no historian, but uh, it's, 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 it's been done. It's been said before. Muhammad Ali is a champion of the people, and he's been married and divorced and had affairs. And You know what I mean? There are tons of people. It doesn't matter if they're black or white. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. We're all JFK. My God, how many people did he sleep with? How many people did he got drunk and probably slept with? You know what I mean? How many? Are you serious? So Bill Cosby all of a sudden is a rapist? 
I mean, it's, you know, did he, did he get someone drunk? Did they, you know, how many women have I slept with that, you know, oh, she didn't sleep with me sober, but hey, here's a couple bottles of wine. All of a sudden it's on, you know what I mean? I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed anyone a pill either. You know what I mean? And if that's the case, he needs to be held accountable. Okay. He needs to be held accountable. But again, again, my point that I'm trying to make is what are we doing? Are we here? Are we here to cast a stone? Yeah, are you serious? Are you serious? It. Yeah. If it's my daughter, I'd be upset. But I mean, you know, if it was my mother, yeah, I would be upset. If it was you, yes, I would be upset. But it's not. I don't know where we're going with this information, and I don't think all the information surrounding Mr. Cosby and the uh, the women that that are coming forth with these accusations. Uh, of this of these crimes i don't know exa- i don't know everything i just know what they're telling us and the key words that they're using are uh uh what what is it? rape has been used what is it? sexual assault mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. um and you go back to the 60s and now the evolution of what was the norm in the 60s and 70s things have changed in the 80s and that doesn't excuse any type of uh immoral behavior but are we are we do we think of ourselves as the moral standard where you notice that 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 that, that the public is so quick to say look at them over there you know what i mean for for so long you like that don't you uh, you should have taken a picture of me. I was pointing. Look at them over there. Uh, Where? Yeah. The, uh, the, the, they were so quick to say, look at Tom Cruise. Look at his religion. Look at what they study. Look at Mitt Romney. Look at his religion. Motherfucker believes in something. Mm. You know what I mean? I'd rather, I'd rather, I, I would rather Mitt Romney believe in something than nothing. I'd rather Tom Cruise believe in something than nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's frightening. Look at, look at John Travolta and they have these allegations. He's gay and he's, he's, he's sexually assaulting, you know, his, his, his masseur or something. His masseur, is that right? Someone masseuse. Gets, masseuse. What is a masseur? I, uh, I fucked up. I I fucked know. up Dr. Dre and I fucked up masseuse. Okay. Damn people. I'm on a roll t- today. Uh, but I mean, I guess where I'm going with this is, I, no, I don't excuse rape of any kind. I don't re- re- excuse being drugging anyone to, to for self gain or power or anything like that. I believe there's more to the story, and I think time yeah. will tell. Yeah, uh, I don't I know also, where to stand on that yet. I'm still, I'm still gathering information. I also don't believe in 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 uh, in pointing the finger and just just just. Uh, assassinating someone's character until all the facts are out. Yeah. And some things I don't want to know. I don't know if that's actually we're ever going to really I don't really want to know. You know what I mean? I mean, why do we hold these, why do we hold actors and singers on this pedestal where we, we think that they're, 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 they're the, our, our, our brightest and our best. Yes. They're talented in their arena. Yeah, But if you're going out there and you're criticizing and you're judging and you're saying that, but you can still do that. You can still do that. You can still do that. It's because I believe critical after if you don't yeah. lead by example, you know, you know what, what I mean? mean? Like you can't be talking all this shit when you're not living. It's hypocritical. You know, I, I like, tell I my, can, I tell my I'm, son all the time. I'd be very you know disappointed what I mean? if this is all true. Tell, I'd be very disappointed. I tell my son all the time, man, save your money, save your money. I'm just telling you all the mistakes I made. I didn't save my money. You know what I mean? I got financial issues up the ass. 
I got issues up the ass. I got a lot of shit up my ass. <laughs> and uh, it's a, it's, 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 it's not hypocritical. Maybe in some, some, some way it is, but at the same time, I don't want to see someone else fuck up as, as bad as I fucked up. I don't want to see my people. I don't want to, matter of fact, I don't want to see any people, you know what I mean? So if I can say, if I can steer someone clear of making those errors, does that make me less than, should I be cast out? Should I be silenced? You know what I mean? Uh, and you know, I'm not trying to, you know, be, give, uh, you know, Mr. Cosby his defense. Cause I'm the last person that should be legally representing Bill Cosby right now. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, uh, you know, we have to stop holding people up so high. And yes, we did. We have embraced him. And, and Bill Cosby has been a beacon, a beacon of hope. And he has been inspirational. And he has brought people together. And he has chastised people, everybody from Eddie Murphy to the black community at, at large. Yes, he, he has done that. It's on record. It's a fact. At the same time, he's done a lot of good also. So do I, do I personally, I'm speaking about myself. Do I cannot be taken away? Hell no, it can't be taken away. How can it be taken away? It's done. It's history. Bill Cosby has helped people. Bill Cosby has inspired people. Bill Cosby has raised the awareness of the importance of education. And there are children that have received grants and 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 loans and have received uh, uh, what a uh, diplomas. What do they call them? College. Yeah, scholarships. <laughs> uh, they've received scholarships. They've. Re- you can you take that away? The good that's been done. Can you what? Can you can you erase? You can't take that away. You can't take that away. Now, does this does this put a, a, a very bad taste in people people's mouths? Does it? Uh, excuse the pun. Mm. Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it? Uh, 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 kind of uh, taint his legacy? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Because to be a seventy something year old man, almost eighty year old man or whatever, it's uh, you know it's not a good way to 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 finish the day. Yeah. It's not a good way. But but that's not for me to judge. Okay, that's for that's between Bill, Mr. Cosby, and his wife and his family. Uh, who who why why are we the court? Why why are we even involved? I get it why it's out there. Uh, it is the information age, but at the same time, I think we we need to take a step back. Take us take a step back. Let's take a step back. I'm gonna look at look at what I'm doing. I need to focus on me and my family. And yes, did I do I I I I I I like I loved Bill Cosby, still do as an entertainer. He's an entertainer, okay? There's a lot of entertainers that fucked up. Lots of them. I mean Jerry Seinfeld, one of my he's one of my favorite stand-ups, dated a 16-year-old at the height of his uh 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 popularity mm-hmm. and television show on NBC, the number 1 rated uh, network uh, at that time and probably still is she was 16 17 years old dated her openly she wasn't even 18 dated her for a number of years okay there are lots charlie chap i mean you can go down you could uh, roman polanski is adored in the hollywood community he raped someone this went to court he left the country can't come back to the country this is an Academy Award winning artist, director. There are tons. Now you could cry racism. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, these guys are catching a break. They're not, you know, prosecuted because they're white. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. I don't know. 
You know what I mean? But 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 believe me, I think there's more to the story yeah, because every week, every week, you hear more about Bill Cosby than mm-hmm. you do about Detroit. You know what I mean? You 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 hear more about Bill Cosby than you do Youngstown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You hear more about Bill Cosby than you do uh, Africa and the mm-hmm. pro- problems of the entire mm-hmm. Middle East. And mm-hmm. well, uh, Middle East and Bill Cosby might be neck and neck. <laughs> uh, so maybe I should stand correct. But there's a lot. I was on a roll there, people. Uh, there, you 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 definitely hear a lot about Bill Cosby. Why do? Why is it? Again, look at look at the board. Look at the playing field. Okay, yeah, that's off. Look at the playing field <laughs> and see what's going on. Who benefits by having Bill Cosby in the news every day? We don't know who it is. In time, it may or may not come out. Someone's making money off of it. Or someone's going to make money yeah. off of it. Okay? Yeah. So you have to look at things. It's not as just, oh, we're going to do the right thing. We're going to do the right thing and go after Bill Cosby and make sure this doesn't happen again. It's never that cut and dry. No. And it's never that black and white. It isn't. It isn't. So, you know, yes. Does it sting quite a bit? Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, and, 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 you know it's, it's, it's nothing new. Everything that we, I've talked about this podcast today, it's nothing new. But what is new is the fact that we're at a new day and age. And uh, we have different means of getting information, unfiltered information, direct information, prompt information. And not only that, passing that information along. Uh, and uh, my knee popped. You guys, <laughs> you guys may pick that up. You know, I'm falling apart as we speak. And she thinks it's very funny. Well, because you just called yourself out. People could have been like, oh, it's the chair. No, that was my knee popping like that. I mean, literally, <laughs> I'm telling you, so, that. you know, speaking of that, you know, I've been, I've been uh, trying to, you know, help my bones and my muscles relax more. So, you know, I've, of course, I've talked to you guys about going to the gym and stretching a little bit more, spend some time in the sauna and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Sauna, hot. What with the sauna, and then what's the steam room? Okay, so there's a steam room and a sauna, right? Mm-hmm. The sauna's hot. Sauna's dry heat. Yeah. All right. Excuse me. So that's what I go in the sauna. There's a steam room, but maybe I might try this the the steam room next time. But weird because I've been going in and it's it's a weird weird environment because I've talked about you know I talked to you about the nude men in my gym it just it just it just runs <laughs> it runs rampant like balls lunges balls nude. and yeah <laughs> balls and long ass cheeks like loose loose sagging asses and just and you know I'm not looking at the shit but I got no choice it's like, like <laughs> motherfuckers they walk around like they're Adonis you know Motherfuckers shouldn't be. They should have robes up in that camp, yeah. with with robes with the with the tie. You know what I mean? There's towels. There's towels, but motherfuckers, motherfuckers just they like being nude up in the gym I go to. <sighs> so when I go into the when I go into the sauna, I mean these dudes they sit up and they put their legs up, <laughs> literally just like this. So I'm sitting in a position where I have one leg on the floor, and then the other one's raised up in uh, the sauna. Yeah, and just nut. And just everything just there. They're not even sitting on a towel? 
No, those motherfuckers are sitting on the wood. Sometimes Ooh. they do. And there's newspaper in there. They'll read the paper and stuff. Sometimes they're picking their toes. It's, it's just a lot of weird stuff going on where people are too comfortable in the in my gym. Yeah. It's 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 Change bizarre. I, so much to the point where I got kind of used to it. <laughs> so there's I belong to a membership. You know some of these memberships where you, it's the same gym, but you can go to different gyms all over the region. So I go into another gym recently and because uh, I've been running and working so much. So sometimes I go into a couple other gyms in, in different areas. And so I went to this other gym, which I've never used it, but I, I kind of scoped it out while I was dressed. I was like, okay, see if they have a, see if they have a sauna in here or a steam room where the showers. That way when I get naked, I can hurry up <laughs> and I've got my plan. It's all done. Okay. It's not, it's not that I'm scared, you know, of anything. I just, I just like to know where I'm at. Yeah. I don't want to be walking around mm-hmm. with a towel wrapped around me and go, oh, that's the bathroom. Oh, that's the yeah. you know, closet. Oh, shit. And I'm out back in the gym and I'm half nude. So the other day I was in the gym and, uh, you know, I just, I, I got my stuff. You know, I got the towel wrapped around. I'm ready. I know where the, I know where the sun is. And I thought it was, the, I didn't realize, my mind, I thought I was in my regular gym that I go to and it's a big sun. I mean, it's, 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 it's big. It could, fit quite a few people in it so when i saw this one and i, I just kind of scoped it where it was out i didn't look inside of it mm. well that thing was about big as a closet oh no and it was filled up with oh. men oh. in it right but it was weird because i just went in there half nude right towel wrapped around me and as i walked in i was getting ready to take the towel off so i could sit on it right nude right <laughs> Like everyone else in my gym, this this one when I walked up in there, everyone was dressed, <laughs> and I looked like the creep. I, in that second, it turned on me. I was the only nude motherfucker in there, and I felt weird straight yeah, up because it was smaller. It was small, and we were <laughs> tight. And I I even had to excuse myself and say uh, say I'm gonna fit right up in here in this corner if I could, right? And I had to squeeze in there, and it was big, brute so motherfuckers. You know, just just everyone was sweating, and but they had like either underwear on or shorts, t-shirts. Everyone had an article of clothing on, but who? You're that guy. But who? You. This motherfucker. No clothes. Nut. You know, but usually I, I bring. I usually bring like a towel. Why did you just leave your towel on then? I did. Well, I, usually I just have a towel wrapped around. So when I sit, it opens and I have like a little hand towel. And I take the hand towel and I throw it in the middle of my leg, you know, so, you know. Don't, don't expose jammy. my jammy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then I could sit. So if I do move my leg and open it up or something or I, you know, mm-hmm. stretch out a little bit. But I couldn't do that anyway because I was in a closet. I was basically yeah. in a phone booth. I would, with about, I would If it's that full, why do you? Go. I didn't even realize. I didn't know. And I already committed. So I couldn't turn around because I turn around. That's like the walk of shame. So it's like, uh, I'm always, I'm like, rather the walk of shame than being all I'm halfway in there and I saw a little corner. I was like, oh, I'm committed. So I just went in. Mm. I sat in. I just kind of muscled my way in and I just sat there. I was like, oh, man, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was, uh, you're that guy. I had no idea. I had no idea. The dudes at my gym, I'm telling you, they sit there, they're fully nude. Most of them wear flip-flops 
And I don't even understand why they're wearing flip-flops. If they're going to let their, their nuts and their ass touch the wood, the, I don't understand the flip-flop math. That's true. I don't understand That's that math. True. And then some of them, they read the paper. One dude reads the paper, and he reads it like this. He sits like a gentleman. <laughs> nude. You know when you, when you cross your legs? You know how women cross their legs? Yes. Right? He sits there like that. And his... I lie to you not, man. Why are you looking so close? I don't. I can't help it. I literally can't help it. It's like right there. And it's just weird to me. So when you walk in, it's just like, yeah, I could just, I swear to God, I could just look at the ceiling, right? But you just kind of, you kind of like, I'm like the Terminator. You know when the Terminator scans the room? Doom, 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 doom. You know what I mean? Arnold comes in and he's like, are you Sarah Connor? That's the worst Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Right? And he's like, you know, and you, and you see the readouts and yeah. stuff and little words and yeah. numbers and shit. Well, that's what I do when I walk into a room. I'm like, mm. Right? And then you see somebody reading the paper and you see his leg is crossed. And this is tight. So when your legs cross like this, either A, he, he doesn't have a sack. <laughs> In his case, this motherfucker does, and it looks like one of those water balloons. You know when you take a little tiny water balloon and you squeeze it, and it's almost like it's about to pop? It's all pressed up into a bubble. And it's just like, damn, man! Why do I got to see this? Now, I don't sit there and just gawk at it. It's just like, it just processes in my... In my, you know, in my chip, like the Terminator. And then I just go on with my day. I just like, oh, fuck, man. God, here we go. That's so weird. Ain't this a bitch. That's my life. It's a strange, strange life. So you guys heard it, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we talk about fish and, and fish shacks and We're the whole shebang. The all over the place today. Keeping it real. You know what I mean? Mm. Being aware. Yeah, always important. And that's what you got to do, people. So I, uh, yeah, I, I took off for a couple of weeks, but I'm back and I got some cool stuff lined up. I think I'm doing a podcast next week uh, with the Ashburn Wine Shop. We're going to do like a beer tasting, talk about micro brews, hmm. brewskis, all sorts of brew talk, <laughs> maybe throwing some wine talk, some mumbo jumbo. Hmm. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure. Uh, um, uh, I think that's going to be next week sometime. And I think I uh, got Greg Gilmore returning. So a lot of people liked him. So he backed by popular demand. Uh, he's going to be on. So uh, next few weeks I'll be busy working, but I, I, I'll make sure I uh, get, a, get a podcast in. So as always, uh, thanks for tuning in, Miriam Tazi, and, and sitting down in studio. Thanks for having me, Malcolm you Riddle. got it. <laughs> and uh, you guys, like I said, challenge someone. Challenge me. Go on social media and connect and uh, get the word out because we can do better and we can be better. Not just the black community, but you, me, Miriam Tazi, Domino Motherfucker. No!
Yeah. 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 Yeah.